Good day to all of you magnificent people, and welcome to the first episode of the Chicken Monday podcast. Now, to you, Chicken Mondays may seem like a really dumb name, but for us, the name is why we are doing this podcast in the first place. We're just five guys living in the same town that just started meeting up for a late lunch on Mondays just to hang out and talk. Now, this lunch always revolved around some form of chicken, hence the name Chicken Mondays. Some days, we talk about Jesus' work in our lives. Other days, we talk about our predictions for the NFC West, or if the earth is flat. The thing about Chicken Mondays is that you never know what to expect. And that's what we intend to bring to you. We want you to be a part of our unfiltered madness that is Chicken Monday. Some episodes may be super intense conversations. Some may be laughable, idiotic conversations that hopefully make your day. We're wanting to reach out through this podcast to bring people into conversations that we are afraid to have a lot of the time. We are all believers in Christ, but all of us bring a unique perspective on issues and topics in life due to our age, race, political views, upbringing, and more. The purpose of this podcast is to bring our differing perspectives alongside you, the listener, to open up conversation throughout our community and yours. Now, that spills over. Uh, let's start the first episode off right, and on this show, we are going by nicknames. You are not going to know our real names because we just want to have a little fun with it. Now, I'm going to start off, since I am your host, my name is Big Papa, hey uh, and <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that. Uh, like I said, I am going to be the host of this podcast. I'm going to kind of try to steer us and keep the ship on the right path here. Um, I am married. I am in my mid-20s. Uh, I love church, love sports, history, politics, cultural studies, music, art, basically anything you can imagine, news, just whatever. I'm basically into that. Mm. Um, and now that I've kind of given you my dating profile, uh, remember I am anymore. what? You're not dating anymore. No, I'm not, but I basically gave you my dating profile. Mm. So when you're dating, you said you were married? Mm. Yes. Yes, I'm married. <laughs> Thank you, bad boy Dave. <laughs> Anyways, I love you, my wife, who is listening somewhere. I love you very much. <coughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> you see how this is going to go. Uh, next up, we're going to send it over to the one and only Yosef. Hey, uh, hi, my name is Yosef. I am also married, have been for some time. Um, I have many awesome kids. I love my wife and kids. I love Jesus, my extended family and friends. I am in my, I don't know, the back end of the 40s. <laughs> uh, okay. And okay. I also that love. A little longer than that. You're almost there, big back boy. <laughs> hey, man, Dude, you can you're always in the back end of the 40s. Dude, you're almost <laughs> until like you're until you're not. Okay, right? You're this close to free coffee, McDonald's. Until you're not. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I am a huge, huge fan of football, especially National Football League, and the Seahawks. All right, that's it for me. That's it for you. Well, let's uh, send it over to Bad Boy Dave. My name is um, Bad Boy Dave. Um, I am a little over 20, just one year over 20. Um, I live in a state in the <laughs> United States of uh, America. He's trying real hard not to use our names. It's, it's fine. So true. My name is Bad Boy Dave. We're talking about. I will not bring out my birth certificate because I didn't bring it today, <laughs> but I will print one off next week. Okay. He's also part of the uh, itty-bitty beanie club of the Carhartt variety. So Itty bitty? Yeah, because that's all he wears is a Carhartt beanie. So if you know who he Very is, true. now you know for sure. That is kind of true. Yes. You couldn't tell by the by the voice. Right. Um, I love my Lord and Savior. Amen. Jesus Christ. Okay. Amen. <laughs> um, that <sounds> like <laughs> <laughs> could have gone anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a Mormon, which sounds like I am, but <laughs> good Lord. Here we go. We're already starting out that way. <laughs> um, I am at a place in my life where I'm figuring out and just kind of trusting in Jesus. Yeah. You know, um, if that's not very vague. Uh, no, I'd say that was pretty vague. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. the whole point. Now, one, <laughs> one reason we do have Bad Boy Dave here is because <laughs> he does bring a lot of unique perspectives. That's so weird. Amen to that. What do you mean 
unique. It means like you were all across the board sometimes, and we'll get into that over the next few episodes for sure. (laughs) So, wait, what? (laughs) So I'm all across the board. Is that because I'm fat? (laughs) No, that that was that was uh, (laughs) pre-COVID bad boy days. (laughs) That was that was pre-20s bad boy days. That was pre-20s bad boy days. (laughs) All right. Well, let's send it over to Squatch. How's it going, everyone? My name is Squatch. Uh, (laughs) The reason I am named Squatch is because. Hairy man. I'm I'm so hairy. My People God. make fun of me all the time. He literally for it. has hairs from the top oh, of his dude, toes his hairs all the way hairs. to the top of his head. You don't like, know where his hairline starts. They are all. No, it never connected. stops. It doesn't start. They are it's, all connected. It's Armpit like the hair goes down my side. I do feel like a hobbit sometimes. Uh, anyway, aside from being hairy. Um, I am. No, I'm talking about the hairy team. I'm the wizard. The hairy feet. The hairy wizard and a hobbit. <laughs> We're really roasting you. Go ahead. No, it's okay. This is this is this is usually how chicken Mondays go. Anyway, uh, I am the only true. teenager here. I am 19 years old, so I'm still still legal. Don't worry. And legal in what sense? Not drinking. Of being an adult. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not Canada. We are not in Canada, by the way. This is true. So anyway. Uh, I'm 19 years old. Not that old. there's anything wrong Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we love you Canadians, wow. kind of. Uh, we do love you. Just, we just really a quick, do. Just a but, quick uh, recap kinda, of the I podcast so love you Canadians. <laughs> Canadians are I'm not saying that we don't. You said kind of. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like Yosef. The, the, the most I kind of like bad boy Dave. I like okay. I like we Canadians are. that I like Letterkenny. Anyways. Go, I go think so far. I think so far we have we have offended at least a, hus- a half dozen Dude, different groups. Wow. We affected all the God hobbits. All. It's we great. You affected an entire country. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I love Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jesus. I love movies. Sorry, <laughs> Remember and to uh, email all of your issues to Yosef at gmail dot com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like us. I think we offended a whole. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Scott. Uh, Go ahead. Finish what you were saying. Love Jesus. I love movies, and uh, I'm just excited to be here. Amen. Amen. Well, and uh, the man behind the curtain, mm. the uh, one and only wizard. You know him as Oz. Oz, do you uh, have anything you want to say? Bring to the table here. Yeah, I grew up on an island. I'm in my mid twenties as well, and I am the only ethnic person here. <laughs> okay, way to call us out. Appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> We well, know you're a wizard. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Lord help us. We're already Lord going off the rails. Yeah. So, Steer us. now that you know all the gang, we got me, Big Papa. We got to my left, Yosef. To his left, Bad Boy Dave. To his left, Squatch. And to his left, Oz. Mm. Oz, we also want to thank you for uh, getting this perfect setup for us with your brother there. Yes, it's uh, very appreciative of you. Uh, yeah, so... Um, Let's go ahead and uh, bring some things to the surface here. Uh, I almost got stabbed today. Oh. <laughs> That's a little kinky. I, uh, it, whoa, okay. Whoa. I don't know if we're allowed to say that whoa, out loud whoa, on this whoa. podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jesus, forgive us. Uh, yeah, I almost got Monday stabbed today. Pop- what happened? Uh, <laughs> I have not yet heard this. Oh, you haven't heard about no. me almost getting stabbed? I haven't no. heard this either. So uh, I was Thanks. going to uh, help some people and I help some people by uh, giving out lunches sometimes right on you know and uh, uh, we we have a lot of uh, homeless people in our community and I do my best to try to help out with that and sometimes that looks like me passing out every now and then during the month uh, passing out some lunches that we've made and uh, yeah this guy did not know who I was and no he he for sure thought you were someone oh he yeah so he was uh, obviously intoxicated off of something, mm-hmm. uh, and he did not know who I was, thought that I was somebody in uh, Colorado that he had been in prison with and remembered me, uh, had pulled out his knife to let me know he had a knife a couple times. I also had another person with me mm-hmm. that, I was, uh, that was a woman, and I was in very protective mode there, mm-hmm. and... He uh, he started talking about me being the guy, and that he was going to start doing some stuff, it, like he was going to take care of me, and so he starts to reach in his hoodie pocket, and all of a sudden I grab this per- I grab 
the woman that was with me threw her in the car, and I said, we got to go, we got to go, jumped in the car, took off, heart racing. This dude is out in the middle of the street in the rear view, just like arms in the air, shaking them up and down, just like he had just made the biggest victory in the world. And, uh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, he started to uh, pull it out and lunge at me, and uh, we got in the car pretty quick. You've never seen a fat boy run like that, that's for sure. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, normally Man, I would norm- normally I would try to fight that a little, but, uh, you know, um, I'm a different person than I used to be. Thank you, uh, Jesus, for that mm-hmm. one. But, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, anybody else got some interesting news that they've had this week? How do we feel about uh, Joe Biden right now? With uh, did you guys hear what he did with the uh, Coast Guard stuff? No, I'm negative. No, you I'm guys aware. haven't heard. No. So he uh, took this Coast Guard uh, phrase from Ronald Reagan's speech that he used back in the '80s mm-hmm. when Ronald Reagan was the speaker at the Coast Guard graduation or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was it was some joke against the Navy, and I'm telling you, if the man could butcher a joke so bad. And then just dig his own grave. I felt so bad for him. He, like, says the joke, and nobody laughed because he just did not get the punchline correct. How many people were in the room? Uh, It wasn't a room. It was outside, and there was, I I don't know what, how many COVID in the Coast Guard class it was, but it was... Yeah, so there's a lot of people. I'm assuming there's a crowd. Thousands. So there was. I'm gonna say thousands. Was even that one guy that randomly laughed? No, it was silent. I've never heard it that silent. And then he, then he literally looks, looks around and goes, "Man, you guys are just like not funny. Like you just, (laughs) you just don't get it. And just like, where's your sense of humor? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to be funny. That's what everyone was thinking. Where's your sense of humor? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so, so somebody started clapping. Oh, jeez. And, and then it, like, picked up just a little, a but it clap. still was, like, maybe 20 people, like, clapping in the wow. background. Why are they, and I was cl- like, why are they clapping? Uh, well, just try to, like, help him out. Make like, him feel I get better it. about himself. Oh, you better. think all those 20 people were, like, sleeping, and then they hear some, oh, yes, yes, yes. I, <laughs> I don't think it was sleep. I think it was, like, oh, that's the leader of the free world. I better clap. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Thank you very much for what you're doing. Nervous laughter. Don't get shot. Nervous laughing. Nervous clapping. Nervous clapping? Yeah. Not laughter. A nervous laugh. I'm sure somebody was nervously laughing. This guy sounds not sure. Yeah, I think it was Joe Biden <laughs> nervously laughing for his job. <laughs> Whoa. That was a big statement. Apologies. <laughs> sorry. We're, like, we're about 10 minutes in. Yeah. yeah. Wait, now we're going politics. Good sorry. Lord. I'm sorry for whoever's listening to this. Uh, There's yeah. a reason why my name is Babo Dave. Sorry. That, that is true. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, just to try to get us on to the topic that we have for today. We're going to be talking about the balance between COVID precautions and mental health. Now, some of that may go into vaccinations and everything else. I'm asking you as the listener because we we will go down some crazy roads here when we talk about this. But I'm asking you as the listener to please uh, be willing to have this conversation. Be willing to listen. Be willing to uh, see what other people think. And, uh, yeah, I think that's how we grow. So let's start this out. And I'm going to ask you guys, what do you think about our state's COVID policies? And how do you feel we can react to them? So you're referring to everyone. I'll say our state's COVID policies right before what just happened with our state, where he's like, where he's like, oh, we'll open up eventually. We'll open up in June, maybe. Right. I'm saying a little bit before that. What do we feel about what we've done with COVID? Well, I feel like a lot of it is like we're guinea pigs or lab rats or we're kind of like, maybe this will work. We'll, you know, like we have a buddy who's like, throw a noodle at the wall, see if it sticks, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of how our state is dealing with a lot. It's just like, oh, we'll we'll throw something at the wall, see if it works. If it doesn't, we'll, we'll try something else. Not really having a plan or even a direction of where we're going. Can, can I just say, I don't know that we're lab rats, though. Okay. And the reason I say that is because these people are experiencing that for the first time anyways. And we don't know uh, what we don't know. And, yeah, we've had a sense of what COVID is for, what, a year now? Over, just over a year now? We kind of had it in the States. Yeah. Yep. Um, we're just now getting around to actually knowing anything about it mm-hmm. and yeah. 
we have a vaccine now that is possible to be used if you want to make sure that you're not wearing your masks and having to social distance and all that. Mm-hmm. Now, you still have the same rules for the most part. The only thing I have an issue with is we are, like, differentiating mm. on the rules there. It was a big, bold statement for me to say that. I didn't know what to say, so that was the only sure. thing that came out of my uh, mouth. You can oh, say, yeah. the, no, you can say the bold statement. I'm just going to go against you on that. Man. That's fine. Yeah. Gotcha. Anybody else? I feel like Yosef has something to say, but he's a little afraid to say Yosef it. Yosef always has something to say. I'm not afraid to say it. Just mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I'll speak from my experience uh, since, you know, I got sick like the day before uh, the shelter in place order last year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like for me, was, I was pretty sick. I, I think I was in bed for at least three or four days and, you know, had a fever, normal flu type of symptoms. Uh, in communication with my doctor and my doctors, I, you know, back then they didn't really have the whole testing thing wasn't mass produced. Mm -hmm. And so they were just, they were always out of tests and, you know, that kind of thing. They couldn't keep up with the demand. And my doctor said, just stay home for 14 days. And, you know, if you don't, if you don't have it, I think back then the number one symptom was something like, um, coughing up blood or something like that. It was a fever and I think the first one was yeah, coughing, like shortness of breath. Coughing, like shortness of breath. Shortness yeah. What's that? Yeah. Like a dry cough. Like a dry cough or something yeah, like right. that. I didn't have that, but I did have a fever, uh, a mild fever. And so, anyway, long story short, he recommended I didn't go into the clinic because he said I'd get it if I didn't have it mm-hmm. because certainly people there had it. For sure. And yeah. um, so by the time it went through its process, me and my whole family obviously living in the same house, um, if I did have it, which I'm th- pretty sure I did, um, mm. you know, we were all pretty much it went through the whole family, and some people had affected worse than others, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, for me, I think moving forward into more, you know, fast forwarding that, I didn't know I had watched some YouTube videos where people had differing opinions who were also considered experts, but then they were removed mm. off of Facebook. Mm-hmm. within, you know, a day or two or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's always been a there's always been a counter argument to what's going on here and how they were treating it and what the CDC and and Mr. Fauci was saying we should do in order to mm-hmm. properly handle the situation. So, you know, I'm certainly uh, I'm certainly not 100% in agreement with any of that stuff. But I've followed along and been compliant along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Well, so. I, I think everyone can say if they're not 100% um, agree with everything that we're doing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, <coughs> the community as a whole has been pretty uh, consistent about complying mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. to what's going yeah. on. I think my my question more is like how do you what do you feel about the state's policies? Do you feel like they're there's too much regulation in the sense of um, they're taking too many powers under their own hand as a state, or do you feel like it's justified? Do you feel like yeah we don't know what it is and maybe we should take all these precautions just in case? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a that's a million dollar question right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, again, it's it's hard to say, uh, just from my opinion, I think that there's a lot of things that could have, I think it was over-regulated. I think, mm-hmm. I think it's hard to ex- explain if it was an emergency or not because because how, fis- how fast COVID um, transmits itself. That is a little bit concerning, especially when you're thinking about like elderly folks and sure. stuff like that. I mean, you, and not, you know, not being able to kind of protect people properly. I think there was some some valid concern there, uh, but when I look at what it's done to kids in school and mm-hmm. my own kids as they navigated online schooling and all that kind of stuff, and you know canceling sports and graduations and yeah. I mean I f- to the to the least vulnerable population mm-hmm. seems to me like that wasn't really well thought through mm-hmm. you know I think there probably could have been some hybrid solutions 
that uh, would have maybe taken different age groups and applied different things to them. I don't know. Mm. I mean, so I would say overregulate. I would be on the. Uh, I would feel like they're overregulated. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, you over there, Squatch? What are, What are your feelings on this? I mean, here's my question too. Yeah. You're younger than all of us. Like, uh, I'm in a different season of life when it comes to marriage and all that. So I'm thinking about my wife. I'm thinking about all of those things that are going on mm. and their health, too, just as you are. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, Squatch, my question is, as a 19-year-old bachelor, Hey-o. how did it affect you and what were your thoughts about it overall? Sure. Yeah, I. it didn't affect any graduations for me or any major events such as that Uh, it was and has been difficult to understand and figure out what being an adult looks like in a world where you're not allowed to do any of the things that you were told you could do when you grew up Mm. it's been it's been hard Mm -hmm. there's been a lot of seasons a lot of times over the last year and a half where you know, my mental health has been a roller coaster. Yeah, for you know, sure. I've gone up and down between, you know, relying on the Lord. You know, I can't, I can't imagine how I would do without that hope, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. regardless of a situation mm-hmm. like COVID. And going through a season like COVID with people alongside me who love me and care, care about me. And have such strong differing opinions. It feels it feels like I'm on a ship mm-hmm. in the middle of this ocean, getting tossed side to side. And I've ne- I haven't had a moment. I've ne- I have not had a moment to understand what I actually believe, mm-hmm. what I actually think about all of it, mm-hmm. because I have everybody around me who is older than me, who has experienced mm-hmm. more things, who have very strong opinions on complete opposite sides. People I trust, people I know. And I think more than anything has been, more challenging than anything has been the polarization of it all. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with that totally. Also, Yosef, mm-hmm. thank you for just like chomping that chicken into the microphone. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Because uh, we started to get really solid there, and I don't know why. Well, we got to know that. Oh, sorry about also, no, no, no. I, I mean, I was doing it too. <laughs> um, but that is a question. Like, yeah. I would say for me, the only thing that changed from what I was doing was having to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And then I wasn't allowed to go, I wasn't allowed to go to concerts or sporting events. Mm. And basically, like, but everything else, like, I was still going to church. Yeah. I was still going to work. I was still, uh, I still had schoolwork. <clears throat> I had all of that going on. So for me, it didn't change. But for you guys, I don't know how much of that changed for you or if it was just, like, business as usual. Well, go, go ahead. Yeah, so for me, I had probably a different experience than most people had. Most people were, like, in their house, mm-hmm. like, almost 24-7 every day. I was at work 24-7. Well, don't name the place you work, but. Mm-hmm. So I worked in a grocery store business for two years. So when COVID hit, you know, we were one of the most essential businesses out there. Everyone had to eat, you know. So I was there 40 hours a week, and I would come home, and everyone was just silent, you know. I would be exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I have to wake up and go. So I didn't really experience the isolation part, but I did experience everyone walking the store just fearful for their life. Wow. You know, it'd be like, oh, please don't get like get away from me sort of thing. You know, I'm just here to get my bananas. I'm getting out, you know. Yeah. Um, that was scary to watch because, like, what's going on? Are we, like, living the apocalypse sort of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, my grocery store was a little more slack. We didn't have plexiglass until, like, two months in. Didn't have to wear a mask until sure. we actually had to, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. But when that stuff, like actual walls were being put in front of me, you know, mm. uh, it wasn't just walls in front. It was like between like relationship and people. Like I started like afraid of giving people handshakes, afraid of you know giving mm-hmm. people hugs. Even my own family, like, can I give you a hug? Like, what's going on? You know, mm. um, it was weird. You know, yeah. 
because, you know, that's just the world that we were living in. So then that was just my experience. I didn't really get the isolation part. Um, I got the more of, like, I'm in war, you know. Yeah. I felt like I was, like, one of those nurses. Why nurse? I could have been a doctor. <laughs> I mean, um, nurses. Hey, nurses are great people. That's true, but and I could have chosen. And they don't have to go okay, to school. Okay, but in my imagination, I could have been a doctor if I pick a nurse. So. Yeah. Well, that's anyways, just your caring nature. Anyways, I, I felt like. This <laughs> 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 just, just your personality. It's all right. Personality. I'll go. Okay, I'll, I'll take it. I feel like a nurse in like World War II or in like a battle, you know, all right, with all the injured. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I felt like I was all the people who like literally everyone came because they needed it, you know. They were here for yeah. help, help me, you know, and I'm like, okay. It was it was a weird experience. Hmm. Um, I bet it was weird to see people like buying out your TP and dude and uh, <laughs> what was the other thing? <laughs> water, bottled water, and bottled toilet. Water. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lysol Clean, oh, Lysol wipes. Yeah, that was wipes. It. No, Good Lysol Lord. wipes. We love to say Lysol. We didn't have baby wipes know. until Good probably enough. even five uh, months no after the toilet paper thing. People were still we were still having Clorox wipes and baby wipes. That was the thing. People were literally storing these things like they were going to be like in their own bunker for who knows how long, you know? I have a story about toilet paper, okay? So <laughs> so we had we had to put a limit at our grocery store, okay? You had to you'd only get two rolls of the regular size toilet paper or one roll of the gigantic one. Package. Mm-hmm. Package. Package, okay. What yeah. other toilet paper? Oh, I w- no, I was just thinking. You, s- you said rolls. Yeah. Rolls. You were you saying rolls. I just imagined. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of one. giant rolls. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude, people are wiping. I just, I just like imagined oh, grandma's hey, Get out of my in. way. I can't see past my giant <laughs> roll. <laughs> That's uh. me on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people cared about their carb diet and just went for rolls. Yeah. <laughs> no, toilet paper rolls. So we had it for a regular size, it's two per person or per family you had it your whole family had to be there you couldn't get two different cards and have two and two mm-hmm. it had to be one family but this one person you know she's like well i'm buying for this family i'm buying for this family i'm buying for this family she has probably like 16 um rolls in her cart and i'm like well if you bring them in then that's fine she's like no she starts running out of the store. <laughs> doesn't even pay for it. I think she. I think she was meant to pay for her grocery or not groceries, it's toilet paper. Um, I think she just thought, okay, this is my time to go. This is literally the end of my life. Who cares about the police or the, the law anymore? You know. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Are you, you know? serious? <laughs> if you saw the the fear in her face, Joseph, wow. I think it was almost like it's a survival mode. You know. That's crazy. Um, I literally had to run her down saying, ma'am, please, we, I'll give you the toilet paper. Just come back and pay for it, please. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's crazy. And I have a whole bunch of stuff. Also, Cheese Whiz was a big thing in COVID. There was no oh, Cheese Whiz been. anywhere. <laughs> is that, is that your bad, Yosef? <laughs> Wait, no, are you the saying, one who bought who, who the Who doesn't whiz? like Cheese Whiz? That's true. Cheese Whiz and Chicken and Biscuit? Yeah. Mm. Cheese Whiz on anything. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, but that, because, you know, it's a non-salvageable thing, um, so it doesn't go bad at all, so, but yeah. yeah. No, so for sure. I can, I, I can talk about stories the whole time. Anyways. Yeah, well, yeah, but that is interesting. I think our, uh, the main thing that I want to bring up, too, is mental health right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Squatch kind of talked about it. Yeah, kind of hint, hinted towards it, but. We've kind of been looking at the numbers, or I have. I won't mm-hmm. say we. I have. I, I have, have as well. And yeah. the numbers for COVID cases, especially in our region, is a lot different than the numbers for um, uh, me- mental health episodes, we'll say. It's probably the best way to say it. Um, and the numbers for mental health episodes are way outweighing the numbers for COVID death and even COVID hospitalizations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my question is, and this might be kind of our last question as we try to somewhat wrap up, you know, our first episode is probably going to be pretty short, but hoping to get more dialogue in soon. Mm -hmm. Um, But as we kind of wrap up, like this is a very important topic that I think people in the church have been very uh, non-talkative about. Because 
we don't like to talk about mental health. It's a tough subject. It, it is yeah. a tough subject. No, and, and it's been a tough subject for years. I it has. The reason why people don't like to talk. Sorry to interrupt. No, you. I was just going to say that I think you add COVID into that mix, mm-hmm. and we're in a whole new category. It's a whole new thing. Mm-hmm. So how, how did we balance that out? How do we feel about the balance of what's going on? Do you feel like people are not caring about people that are having mental health issues during this? Because, well, I, um, I mean, I've honestly struggled with that, like mm-hmm. just thinking about people that are mm-hmm. so alone and feel so yeah. alone in this. And especially you were talking about your kids yeah, with children, yeah. like in schools. Mm-hmm. I, I was big on like, yeah, let's get the kids out of school. Let's try to, you know, separate everything out at, mm-hmm. at first for sure. And even in even the past fall, I was all for it. Yeah. Yeah. But we're at the point now where the likelihood of them getting it as low, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the likelihood of them spreading it, um, especially with vaccinations going up, mm-hmm. is getting lower. Mm-hmm. So where is the balance? Does the balance come back in, or are we just playing uh, feel this out to the end? You know? Well, I don't know. I, fe- I feel just because I know what it's like to be alone. I know what it's like to be a high schooler feeling alone just because I grew up in a small town, a small Navy town, and in and out, friends are coming in and out every four years. Mm-hmm. You, you have to make new friends. And being one of those those students that weren't part of the Navy and not moving every four years, yeah, that stuff made it hard. Yeah. And mm-hmm. without seeing people, I, I can only imagine how these the students are feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, for students who already have mental health issues and feeling isolated and everything, then the government telling you you have to isolate and everything, they're like, well, you know, I've already been doing this, you know, for my whole life. If you're like, no one's around me, then literally when no one's around me, you know, mm-hmm. it becomes very real, probably yours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, before we continue with this conversation, and I know I said we we're about to wrap it up, but who knows? This might, this thing mm-hmm. might get uh, restarted here and we might go for a little bit longer. <laughs> uh, we happen to have a special guest that's just walked in with us, and she is going to go by the name Maggie. Uh, Welcome, Maggie. Wake up, What's Maggie? up, Maggie? Hi. Oh, I can't sing that. Never Good mind. to be here, boys. Uh, but anyways, yeah, yeah, Maggie is in the building, and she's probably going to have a differing opinion from this than we do in a lot of ways. Um, Maggie, we just started talking about the kind of the balance, especially for kids, between uh, COVID regulations and protocols and precautions and all that and um, mental health mm-hmm. right now because we're looking at the numbers and we're seeing that it's a little bit uh, off when it comes to hospitalizations and deaths compared to um, all of the mental health episodes, we'll say, mm-hmm. yeah. that have been going on in our community. Mm-hmm. And we're just kind of talking about that, and then we're probably going to get into vaccinations, which might be really fun. But, yeah, we <laughs> just kind of wanted to see what your uh, thought process is on the balance of the COVID protocols and mental health. Man, wow. I'm walking into uh, no no light, like, chit-chat before yeah, we start. Su- huh? yeah. Super sorry we've already okay. been going for a little bit. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> uh, well, I actually have um, some children who are in the school system who were home for most of the year uh, due to mm. COVID. Um, gosh, I, you know, I think we're probably luckier than most in our family. We... Uh, there's a mom and a dad at home. Uh, we're able to provide for our kids. Yeah. Uh, both my husband and I were able to sort of rotate our work schedules to have, for the most part, one of us home. So I want to say that our children fared, uh, you know, came out fairly well through this. Um, mm-hmm. I understand the need to have the kids home for the sake of. Keeping society at large um, healthy, um, I I support that. Um, I do also see that it was really hard uh, for my kids this year, but honestly, it was hard for all of us. You know, I, I, I think all yeah. the way across the board, no matter where you land, it, it was a it was a really hard year. Um, that's a that's a hard topic to walk in on. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm honestly <laughs> I'm I'm torn. Um, <laughs> I am really torn on that because I can see both sides of it. Uh, I know there are kids out there that didn't have the support they needed at home. For sure. yeah. That they rely Absolutely. on the school yeah. system, yeah. right? Yeah. They rely on Absolutely. lunches even, yeah. just food for their meals and those mm-hmm. sorts of things. 
So I know there were kids that suffered from that. Um, I also know, though, that there's families that grew closer for the fact, I would say our family grew closer, the fact mm -hmm. that we were home, that life sort of slowed down, mm -hmm. um, and there was more time where we could mm -hmm. just get in this, like, go, 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 and now suddenly we're all trapped together in a house <laughs> for <laughs> long periods of time. It, you know, there was a benefit to that. Yeah. So, And then the flip side of it, just trying to keep the pandemic under control, trying to do with the science that we have, with the information that we have to make the best decisions for everyone's health, the mm -hmm. kids, the teachers, the community at large. Um, those are big, those are big decisions to make. So I feel like I'm, I feel like I can see both sides. I don't know if I have a super strong opinion. I mean, mm. I, I kept my kids home when they were supposed to be home, and mm -hmm. when they had the opportunity to go back, they went back. So <laughs> yeah. um, I will say my one child who's old enough to be vaccinated has had a shot. Mm -hmm. um, I will also say we gave that child the choice to make the choice themselves. Absolutely. Um, mm -hmm. So, And then I have two kids who are not quite old enough yet. Uh, I don't know. But what do, you, what do you have to say to that? Is that yeah. No, I... I I'm kind of in the same boat with you. Like, uh, I've said it a lot already, but I am married. I do have a wife on the way. So for me, or a wife on the way, a kid <laughs> on the way. But for She's me. coming in the mail, though. Yeah. For me. <laughs> well, we do not need to talk about Russian brides and all that stuff. But <laughs> next, next episode. Yeah. Next New episode, we can get into that yeah. creepy yeah, yeah. lifestyle there. Right. Anyways, it, well, if it's for you or whatever, okay. But. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Okay. Mm. Uh, well, mm. we'll get through that. Anyway. Anyways, doesn't matter. Side note. What I would say, though, is I tend to agree with you. Like, there is a balance to it that you have to weigh as a parent that, like, right now I'm just thinking about a son that's not, like, even here yet. He's just on the way. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, trying to think about what that would be like in that situation. I I pray that I never have to. I pray that this is just a 100-year uh, thing that we don't have to worry about until I'm dead and gone. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. Uh, Oz, did you have something to s you wanted to say to this? Oh, well, Oz is uh, he did say a little bit about um, the loneliness factor mm -hmm. with yes. kids, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and just the fact that <coughs> we do see that there are so many kids right now that yeah. are struggling, and it's gotten better. Like let's let's put that out there. Since schools have gotten back in, it's gotten no, better. Yeah. You just see you see these kids, they want they want to spend time with each other. They don't they don't want to be at home anymore. Right. Right. They just they want to see each other. They want to hang out with their friends again. Yep. Right. And that's just that's hard to just to watch. Mm -hmm. Just these kids just being so sad, not being able to hang out with their friends. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll this would be the last thing I know I said it wouldn't be, <laughs> but since you're both in here. I do have Yosef that is, uh, mm. oh, yeah. Also, if you don't know, Yosef, Bad Boy Dave is here, Squatch is here, Oz is here, Big Pop is here. Just keep those in <laughs> mind. Since you do know us, don't use our real names, please. Won't do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Yosef here, uh, we've had conversations before with you about uh, vaccinations and all that. And, Yosef, can you just kind of give, like, a, where you're at with the vaccine? Because I've tried to have conversations with you since you are, you know, pushing the old late 40s, almost 50 genre wow. there. Wow. Uh, that it might there. be good for you. <laughs> but <laughs> it, that it might be good for you. I've, I've said it before, and then I walked away from it. But, um, yeah, I just kind of want to see where you're at with that, what you're thinking is on all this. <laughs> well... Um, you know, I think for me, I, I personally have not decided to, to be, to get vaccinated yet. Uh, going back to what I said earlier, one of the reasons is not the primary reason, but the, one of the reasons is because I think I already had it and, and I had to quarantine like six times in the last year and none of my family members or me ever got it with some pretty extreme exposure, right? Which would be highly unlikely with how quick it spreads. So my guess is if I already have antibodies, my body knows how to produce them, mm -hmm. my T cells have a memory, then why would I, why would I get vaccinated, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that's, the, that's a logical question for me, especially when I don't know what's in the vaccine mm -hmm. and it seems controversial to me because okay. uh, mm -hmm. I haven't heard both sides, a really good 
thing for both sides, which is part of the reason why I wanted to sure. ask Maggie to come in because I I did have a conversation. I I've been shamed twice in by other people. Shame, shame. I've been shamed twice by <laughs> other by people Maggie. because I am because I'm <laughs> currently not vaccinated. Like, and they and I said they asked me if I was, and I said no. Mm-hmm. One was just a uh, was an was an elderly woman. Um, and one was me. And. Uh. <laughs> she she kind of shamed me like yeah. why wouldn't you do this like yeah. mm. in protection of other people is what she was kind of getting at yeah and I'm like believe me I have no heart to not to hurt people yeah but at the same time I, I'm just I just don't have peace I you know I've been praying mm. about this I mean I have a lot of things that I've seen that I do not agree with and I don't necessarily i'm not saying i know the right way to go mm-hmm. but i'm yeah. definitely saying i don't think they know the right way to go either so i'm kind of stuck in the middle i don't know and mm-hmm. when when all the other voices that that offer a contrary opinion to what's going on in mainstream media um, when those voices are like banned and you're not even allowed to hear their voices yeah. and you have to go find mm-hmm. or people are sending stuff kind of through the back doors of of I mean, bandvideos.com. I mean, I didn't even know a place like that even existed. I don't think you should be looking at that. that was <laughs> no, but I'm just saying somebody yeah. sent me a video of a we of a lawyer condone. at a at, in Southern <laughs> California at their recent school board when they were talking about making it mandatory to vaccinate kids mm. before they brought them back to school without even no choice. Like, mm. yeah. like this is going to happen. Yeah, under an, a a product that's. F- only FDA approved under the Emergency Act, yep. not mm-hmm. under normal FDA protocols. Sure. So, you know, and she was, you know, she made reference to Nazi Germany and, mm. you know, and what they were doing to Jewish children and the experiments they were doing on that. So, I mean, now that might be an extreme. Yeah, that's that not a moderate opinion. But I'm just saying, like, the fact that that lady was not in the public on the public record even though she went to a public meeting and they took video of it and they took her out of it and they wouldn't you couldn't go watch that and see her part mm. seems like seems like an something that lacks freedom and integrity but um but anyway mm. Maggie, Maggie tell me tell me what you think tell me tell me why it is that people would would be so adverse to my decision to not be vaccinated i mean Well, give me the other side of that spectrum. Well, I mean, I'm not particularly adverse to your decision. I just know why I made my decision to be vaccinated. I am Mm. sorry that people shamed you because I don't think that is the right response. Yeah. I do think we live in a hyper-political culture right Mm. now, which Mm. is unfortunately, uh, in my opinion, starting to damage some trust, some common sense, some uh, just sort of what used to seem to be uh, logical conclusions to things are now, uh, everything is questionable, right? Mm -hmm. We we live in a society, well, can you trust this? Well, can you trust that? Can you you trust the left or the right or this media or that media or the media in general? Mm -hmm. I have to say, uh, I know you said like the mainstream media and for me that's a trigger because I'm just like, oh, like <laughs> the people in the mainstream media for the most part are also people just like you and me right yeah, they want right. to do a job they're sure, not sure. everybody there's there's some bad eggs out there on yeah. both sides yeah. right. but but most of them are there to report the news mm-hmm. and and they care about journalism and i tend to operate from a perspective that there are people who are specialists who have more knowledge than i do who have doctorate degrees who've gone to study medicine. Uh, I think the FDA approving the vaccine under the Emergency Act meant that it was the funding and the protocols were sped up, but they didn't skip any steps. They didn't cut things out to say, well, we're just going to skip that and move it along. All the steps were still followed. It was just expedited. Because, expedited? That expedited? Expedited, yeah. Boy, cut that if you can. Expedited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you won't. I, I know, that's okay. Will. <laughs> Sorry, it was expedited, right? So yeah. that so that we could get that out as quickly as possible. And I think about you know the smallpox vaccine and the polio vaccine, and in times previous when the political climate was not so 
hypersensitive, there's always been people who would question it. There's always been people who aren't sure. But I think now it's so wrapped up in our culture when, in my mind, I do trust the people who have more knowledge than I do who are scientists. I don't think they're out to get me. I don't think there's a big conspiracy. Mm -hmm. I think really people, for the most part, are doing the best they can and want the best for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I chose to get vaccinated to protect myself, to protect others. Um, I do believe if, if if I was in the minority, which I think I am still in the minority nationally, uh, because I don't think we're 50% vaccinated. I don't have the numbers. You guys might. Uh, I'm certainly in the minority where we live in our community. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there does have to be a certain number of people who will get the vaccine in order for that herd immunity to kick in. But I also respect people's ability to make a choice. And I know yeah. you, Yosef. I know you're a good guy <laughs> and you got a good heart and you're yeah. not out to hurt people, yeah. right? And that's yeah. your choice. I know moms with... Uh, baby's pregnant, you know, not knowing what is that going to do for a pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I totally respect that choice. Yeah, Most of yeah. the moms I know who are pregnant are choosing not to be vaccinated because they're not sure. And they're first time moms. And, and I mm-hmm. get that, you know, yeah, that's a yeah. scary thing. But the whole political, oh, somebody's, you know, it's all a scam. That just is like, I'm like, can we, can we put that down for a minute? Can mm-hmm. we put the opinions and the tax and the sarcasm that's so heavy and all of that can we just set it down and and like Mm -hmm. consider that most people are trying to do the best they can and really Mm -hmm. i mean politically if you think about it both sides are angry both sides are frustrated both sides are feeling like they're not being heard we're Mm -hmm. actually we have a lot in common because emotionally we're all sort of responding and then so anyway that's a that's another topic but that's that's why i chose to get vaccinated Mm -hmm. i trust the science I, I do, for the most part, trust the government. I, I believe that it's the right thing to do, and so mm. I did it. Yeah, but I would not force it on someone. Mm. Yeah, and just for the record, like, I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. I, w- I don't look at you any differently, yeah. and I know you don't look at me any differently, but unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there who mm. don't share that same view, right. you know? Yeah. And, I mean, when in one of, the, one of the conversations, I was labeled as a, is the reason I'm not vaccinated because I'm a white evangelical, mm. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, wow. Where, who, who came up with that phrase, yeah. right? I mean, that's coming through mainstream media. I mean, mm. that's that's where that was. Some somebody coined that phrase. Right. Yeah, well, and right I've somewhere. heard that. Um, right. Or because I if because I'm a Republican, that was the other thing. Yeah. You know, or I voted Republican. If if there was a if there was a Republican president, would I have? Would and he was saying get vaccinated. Would I do it? Yeah. You know, I'm like no. My reasons have nothing to do with either one of those two things. I guess the evangelical part, I guess, could play a little bit in the reason because, frankly, I don't have a lot of peace around it, and I and I feel un I feel like I'm not able to make a a really solid decision right right about it because I'm not sure. I do really trust all the people who are in the mainstream that are telling me I should be doing this because yeah. there's also medical professionals that on the other side that say you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Well, I would say that uh, I'm a evangelical yeah. Democrat. No. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Does that exist? It does, actually. Yeah. People all over. Who knew? Yeah, but um, you're, you, you, and, you and I, if there was a moderate party, yeah. if there wasn't just two polarized choices, you know what right. I mean? We, we probably yeah. would meet a lot more on platforms mm-hmm. in the middle. Right. We, we'd be down the middle of the aisle as opposed to on one side or the other mm-hmm. because we got to stick with, because, hey, yeah. we're, not, we're not cool. With, uh, for me, I'm not cool with the abortion thing, yeah. you know, but I like a lot of social policy. I right. mean- I'm all for helping people and whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. there's just, you just don't have the option. I th- Well, I think that's another travesty actually that's happening in our nation right now is there has been this weird marriage between evangelicals and Republicans that one is not necessarily true. And two, they're, it's not yeah. peanut butter and jelly. They don't necessarily go together. They, they're not yeah. the, the yeah. same thing. Yes. Thank and you. And we shouldn't marry those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Being a Republican doesn't make you a Christian, and neither does being a Democrat. Let's just throw that out there. Yeah, there you go. exactly. It's Amen. nothing to do with either one of those yeah. things. Well, uh, before we wrap up here, does anybody else have anything they want to add? 
let's just go around the room. Bad Boy Dave, I feel like you got just a little bit you want to say. Am I wrong? I could be wrong. You are not wrong. I'm not wrong? Go ahead and say it. <laughs> go for it. Well, it was kind of towards it. People like putting people in two different, like, organ. I, w- I won't call them organizations, but, like, bubbles. Either you're in this bubble or this bubble. And if you're not in this bubble, or if you don't agree with everything in that bubble, then you must be going the other side. Mm-hmm. And then where are the people who, like, kind of in the middle? I'm sort of mm-hmm. guy in the middle mm-hmm. where I understand a lot of things from Democrats. And I, I, I'm lean towards more Republican, but everything they do, I don't agree with them. Um, so, like, where where's the the other bubble, you know, for those people? People like, oh, you, don't, you agree with that. You must be on this side. You know, they just come to conclusions, you know. Mm-hmm. And with the vaccine, I think for me personally, you know, um, I like – Growing up, my parents were, like, anti-flu shot. You know, they're those type of people who, like, don't get the flu shot, none of that. And I've been fine, you know. Um, but I don't blame people for getting the, the flu shot, to me, you know. It's just like anything, you know. It's your choice, you know. It's not like we're going to force it. And also, it's not like I'm going to advertise, hey, I got the flu shot this year again, you know. That's the other thing. Like, <laughs> people are, like, on social media, all my friends are like, look what I got. I got the shot, you know. And so now people are like, like, it's a craze or it's a thing to do now, you know. A lot of people are getting the shot just because their friends got it, you know, not because they truly believe that they should get it, um, which I don't know. It's like the in thing to do, you know. It's like mm-hmm. just another thing mm-hmm. to fit in, you know, to be normal. If you even know what normal is, yeah. For me personally, I'm not anti-vaccine, mm-hmm. but I'm not pro either, you know. I'm kind of more of like we'll see how it goes, you know. Like all other vaccines took time to see actually how it worked and how it affected people and everything like that. But it took time, you know? And yes, we went through all the research things. There's a lot more of doctors and a lot of people on this one thing than it's ever been in other va- any other vaccine. But I still think it could take time, you know? People's bodies aren't going to change rapidly, you know? Mm-hmm. It's still their bodies are going to take time and see how it actually affects them. And I was having a conversation with someone. Um, they had the... Oh, man. Why well, can't I think of the... the Polio. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Growing up, they constantly had the polio vaccine, you know, because it was a big scare, you know, and they traveled a lot. And she didn't find out. Um, she was like her face, half her face and her arm was numb and she had no control of it. This was like four years after she was last vaccinated. Mm-hmm. They couldn't even figure out what was going on with her until they looked through her record saying, oh, you got this the polio vaccine here. We'll give you this. And she was fine. You know, but it's because they didn't narrow it down to exactly what it was. They didn't know what it was. Who knows, four years from now, people could have these, you know. Can we also say that medicine was 50 years behind the ball, too, back then when these were happening? (laughs) And that's why I said, you know, there's a lot more doctors, a lot more research into this. But Mm -hmm. I'm saying that doesn't mean uh, it's not going to happen, you know. Oh, and I I think it is a risk. Right. Mm -hmm. You're you're taking the risk. And I think what I struggle with is being under 30 mm-hmm. and seeing that it's under 1% of likelihood that I would even be hospitalized. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's hard for me to make that choice to be vaccinated mm-hmm. when, because uh, right now, the way it feels just with what our s- state is doing, um, I kind of just want to be vaccinated so I don't have to wear a mask at a ball game. Like, but it's see, making it this That's thing. a cultural thing, though. That people right. are getting to see. Exactly. Oh, that's another thing. Like, people are, oh, I'm doing this so I can fit in, you know? Or I can be in a vaccinated place at a baseball game, you know? They're not doing it because. Thank God for to. television. Right. Right. You said you saw my face because I had something to say. Mm-hmm. My main was everything else. Uh, people think that there's nothing else. It's just COVID now, you know? Mm. Like, everything is just COVID. We're not even talking about suicide rates, you know? People who are, you know, dying from COVID, people who are choosing to kill themselves, you know? Not, not even getting COVID, you know? Those percents are so high, and we're not even talking about that, yeah. you know? Which is, it's, it's insane. There's none of that is on the news or anything, you know? It's all about, oh, these, you know, these cases, this, the positive cases, you know? We're not talking about that or the mental health that we were kind of talking about earlier, mm-hmm. you know, because people are isolated. That's that's true. You know, that's a mm-hmm. that's a fact. Now that's not just in your brain. You know, you don't feel isolated. You are isolated. Yeah. You know? And how does it affect the person? You know. Yeah, I get that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie, do you have anything you want to add to that? Uh, anybody else have anything they want to add to that? Squatch, Oz? Um, right before we, we're going to send it over to Yosef here. And just yeah, I just want to say I, I got the vaccine just because a lot of the, my company's policy is yeah. get the vaccine so you can go on vacation. Yeah, and I just I want to go on vacation. I want to spend time outside of where we're living right now. Right. Yeah. Just because we've been in the same spot for a year and a half and mm-hmm. not doing anything, not being able to mm-hmm. go out, mm-hmm. not yep. being able to have fun. So mm-hmm. that's the only reason why I got it. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I would just say that the enemy's biggest trick right now is like telling you to pick a side. Oh yeah. 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 Pick a Absolutely. side, pick mm-hmm. a side, pick a side. And yeah. I think what we really need to do is stand in the tension. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, we don't have mm. to pick a side. I, like yeah. I mean mm-hmm. we can, you know, we might have a side that we yeah. lean to, yeah, sure. but uh, I would just counter that and say don't don't pick a side. Stand yeah. in the tension and have the conversations. Yeah. That's good. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Mm-hmm. Well all right, we're gonna uh, wrap this up and we're gonna send it over every Every podcast, we're going to end it uh, the right way that I think it is. Mm. We're going to end with Yosef's words of wisdom for you to take on into <laughs> your month. Yes. And uh, let's pray that it's some good ones. It's and then, really uh, not my wisdom. me. It's really not my wisdom. But, but I just want to say before I, before I share uh, what the Apostle Paul shared with the church in Rome, um, which I think is really applicable to what we're talking about today, I just want to say thank you. I want to pre- I appreciate all your opinions. Mm. It's it's awesome, especially you, Maggie. Thanks mm-hmm. for coming yeah. Yeah. and being a part of this conversation. Um, it's nice to it's nice to hear. Uh, I know your heart too, so it, it makes it e- it makes it easier when we know each other and we've actually had the conversations mm-hmm. to stand in the tension, yeah. right? And not and not assume that because you carry a different view that you're you're in this polarized group of people, right? Mm-hmm. Like a, being a Democrat or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, let's let's face All it. You did. You got the White Democrat. House. You got <laughs> the White House, go. right? Uh, anyway, oh, but you know that. But that's okay. I yeah. mean, I you know because your words of wisdom, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I just want to say I appreciate that, and I think that's one of the greatest things about what we're doing here. And yeah. I hope yeah. I hope other people, uh, for all you listeners, that you will you will find. Um, some solace in the fact that we can we can disagree on things and and stand in the tension and still love one another, which yeah. Yeah. brings me to what the Apostle Paul says in Romans uh, fourteen, starting in verse ten, which struck to me when I when I was reviewing this subject. He says, "You then, why do you judge your brother or sister, or why do you treat them with contempt? For we will all stand before God's judgment seat." Uh, it is written, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me and every tongue will acknowledge God. So then each of us will give an account of ourselves to God. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or sister. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I hope, you know, and my hope and sincere prayer is that... Um, that wherever you are out there, you will, you will take that, what the Apostle Paul said of the church at Rome, and take that to heart. Uh, before you cast judgment, uh, know that it starts with you. Mm-hmm. It starts with you taking a look yeah. at yourself and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and, and obviously what Jesus said in, in the second commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're doing those things, um, you fulfill the law and the prophets, as yeah. as Jesus said. Uh, if you love God and love your neighbor as yourself, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'll leave you with that today. That's some awesome. good chicken. Yeah, that that's is, some good that chicken. Is some good chicken. Good chicken. <laughs> uh, well, just to remind you, we are not a Christian podcast, but we do bring a lot of Christian perspective into this. We yeah. are all mm-hmm. uh, faith-based people. We, yeah. uh, all of us in here right now, love Jesus and. We want you to be a part of that. So, yeah, if uh, ra- if you are not a believer, if you are a believer, if you're thinking about being a believer, if you've been in church, haven't been in church, wherever you're at, we just want you to be able to connect with us. So, uh, this is just a reminder that we want you to take everything that we said and be willing to have the conversation in yeah. your community, yeah. Yeah. with your family, with your friends. 
and be willing to uh, get out there and not be afraid. Yeah. Do not be afraid to have these conversations. It is what will make you grow as a person, and that is really important. So mm-hmm. remember, follow us on our Instagram. We are at Chicken Monday Pod, and yeah, uh, email us anytime you want to at ChickenMondayPod at gmail.com. Think anyone's so going to email us? You're going to email us no, too? I think anyone is. Oh, they might. Oh, who uses email they, anymore? You never know. <laughs> they <laughs> might. That's their, that's their way of talking do to you us. Wanna, do you want so, us on TikTok? Do you want us to put your phone no, number down? We don't have TikTok. So, yeah, just that's like another I said, subject, TikTok. just like i said make sure you hit up our instagram make sure you email us if you want to and yeah we are gonna kick it out of here and we will see you in july have a great one